Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Wonder Sisters PVG. I'm Raquel. Hi, I'm Teresa. Nina Park. I'm Kara. Hello, everyone. And just real quick, uh, PVG stands for Empowered by God, and not Peter Butter and Jelly. Peanut butter so, and jelly. Right. <laughs> so we are Wonder Sister PBG, and um, this is part two of uh, Church Girl Catching Hell. If you hadn't had the chance to listen to the first one, go ahead and take the time and catch up, and this will be good. So it's going to be awesome tonight, and thank you again for joining us. Um, Church Girl Catching Hell is a title that um, our dear friend Kara came up with, and so we're just going to let her uh, start off with... Um, just why this title and how she came up with it. Thank you, Rachel, for that introduction. Um, Hello, everyone. I have my evening voice on because it is the evening time and it just seems appropriate. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Better watch it, Delilah. Okay. Basically, Church Girl Catching Hell was um, was going to be the title of my book, is going to be the title there of my go. book. Um, but I decided, because it was taking me so long to write it, because um, I would kind of start and stop and start and stop. And, and I know a lot of it was just the Holy Spirit kind of guiding me through what was um, appropriate to share, what was necessary to share, and what was going to um, be the most impactful so um, in, in just writing freely, I came up with this title probably a little less than a year ago, and it literally just hit me like a ton of bricks. And what I did was I just kind of took some of the, the things that I had written down as far as things that I had gone through in my past, um, and I was like, man, I, you know, being in the church, like I was in the church, but you would think that the people that catch the most hell are the people outside of the church. But I felt like, you know, for me, I was catching hell in the church. Like the moment I stepped foot in um, the church that I'm in now, it just felt like that's what had taken place. And so um, I wanted to, for anybody else who had, you know, had the same experience, I just wanted to just kind of strongly encourage you that, you know, a lot of times you'll, when you start to get under attack, um, it doesn't mean that you're not where God wants you to be. It means that you are absolutely where God wants you to be. And the enemy knows it. And he's afraid of losing you. (laughs) basically so when you're in the world you know and you're lost and yeah it's all fine and dandy he's not bothering you then but it's the moment when you're in your set place and you're about to experience God's like amazing favor and 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 power over your life when the enemy comes in and tries to sabotage your faith and get you to to focus on him and not the promises of God so um I just remember my very first encounter with just catching hell. Um, I didn't have a, a a firm understanding of a lot of things. And I think at this particular time, I was not attending a church, um, but I was kind of watching church online. And to me, it was sufficient. You know, I had small kids and I was like, well, if I take them to church, then you know, I'm going to have to sit in service with them. I'm going to be distracted. I'm not going to get the word anyway. So I might as well just watch it from the comfort of my own home. But I didn't realize that I was missing out on the fellowship um, that was necessary for me to build my faith and to build relationships because I felt like I was kind of teaching myself. It's like taking an online class and you never really connecting with the professor. And then, you know, you're doing the work on your own. But when you have questions, who do you ask, you know? And so um, I just remember being at home one night um, and my kids were asleep and I got a knock on the door from a friend and um, she was like, hey, I was in the neighborhood and I don't typically do pop-ups. So 
the Lord must have told her to come knock on my door because I don't do pop-ups. <laughs> and so she literally showed up, but it was so late. And I was like, you know, hey, what's going on? And I actually hadn't talked to her or seen her in a long time. And so she expressed that she was um, coming from rehearsal. And um, she was like, yeah, this church that I attend, um, you know, we had praise team practice tonight. And I was in the area and just wanted to stop by and say hi to you. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, come in. And so we got to talking and she was telling me, I said, so what church are you a part of? You know, and um, she told me the name of the church. And I was like, oh, there's a there's a location here in Houston. And she's like, yeah, you know, we're a satellite church. And so I was like, oh, OK. She was like, you really should come. And I said, oh, well, I don't, you know, I've been watching online church and that's been going good for me. So is he online? You know, and so <laughs> she told me she was like, she was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, he is. So you should look him up. So I look him up and I was like, okay, sure. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch some of his messages and, um, and I can't remember specifically, but I remember the very first time that I watched one of his messages, it, I was instantly hungry for the word of God. And, um, so at that point I was like, okay, well now I need to go visit cause it's literally 10 minutes away from my house. So now I don't have an excuse. And so I go there and I just remember feeling I felt lost um, because I hadn't interacted with people. I I didn't feel 100% comfortable, you know, speaking to people, but they were very welcoming and, and very family oriented. And so when I walked in, I just remember um, one of the ushers, she asked me my name and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, she's not going to remember my name, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's, it's just a nice, polite thing mm -hmm. to do. And for whatever reason, people have the hardest time pronouncing my name. I'll say <laughs> my name is Kara. I get Karen. I get Kara. I get Kara. Kira. I, like, I don't like for the life of me. I'm like, Let's sound it out, people. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if you, like, this call and response thing is not working. I said, Kara, no way in the world that I say anything other than that. So, and, you know, in my mind, when she repeated my name back to me exactly how I said it, I was like, okay, don't start for this church. You know? Um, so then I remember taking the kids to children's ministry, and I, I remember just being so kind of scorned from not being able to take my kids into a children's ministry, always having to take them into service with me because, you know, they were full to capacity or whatever the case may be. And, and we just got, we got turned away Sunday after Sunday, just because there were so many kids or there were too many kids. Um, and I just, I had never heard of that. And it was disheartening because I'm like, when do I get the word? So that's why I ended up being a, you know, an at-home church member, you know? And so I remember going to check the kids into um, children's ministry and I just knew that they were going to say, oh, well, we're, we're full, you know, you're going to have to take them to service with me. And I was like, and I was ready to strike this church out. Like I was ready to say, okay, they're not going to be, right. It's, it's, it's almost like you have that expectation. Like it's going to be just like Same the previous thing. experience mm -hmm. I had. Mm -hmm. And so I get there and, the lady's like, how many? And I'm thinking, I got three kids. So uh, <laughs> you're going to take all of them, some of them, one of them, you know. And so she goes, okay, sign their names right here. And I was like, like all three of them? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, so like you you have space? <laughs> and I'm looking behind her and I'm it's like, it's wrong. a lot of kids. And I'm, like, I'm looking behind her. I'm like, it's a lot of kids in there. Are you sure you can handle this? You don't have no help? I'm looking around and she's like, yeah, they can come in. I was like, <laughs> like I just I just remember being so my, overjoyed. My kid, I mean, they darted in there. They had like all kind of inflatables and stuff in there for them to play with. So they go in there and I'm like, I don't have no kids. Now I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> and so I was like, and then the room next door, you know, they were serving breakfast. And I thought maybe, you know, I had fallen into the steward's room or the volunteer's room, you know, by accident, but I was just gonna blend in because nobody said anything to me. <laughs> So I get, I go in and a lady asked me if I was hungry and I was like, am I hungry? Like, yes, I'm hungry, you know? Oh, and Lord. so, I mean, they were serving, now this was breakfast. This, this wasn't no continental breakfast now. This, this, this was like <laughs> eggs, what? biscuits, bacon, <laughs> jelly, coffee. 
I was like, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And that's what I'm trying to bring that. They're trying to bring that. So I'm like, I'm like, um, I don't know that I'm supposed to be in here, but I'm going to hurry up and eat before someone taps me on my shoulder and be like, ma'am, you're not supposed to be in here. So I literally, so it's almost like if you could just picture, if you could just picture somebody kind of, you know, like just getting out of prison, not that I know firsthand, but I'm just saying like, you know how they're very territorial with their, with, with, with things, you know, because you come from an environment where people will try to take what mm-hmm, you have. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there almost guarding my plate. Like, yeah, well, yeah, that too. And I'm guarding my plate and I'm like, oh my gosh, like nobody is saying anything to me. So I'm going to slow down eating so I don't choke myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I'm eating and, and then I get up and then the pastor's, um, the pastor's wife comes in and she's like, circling everybody in prayer and then I just remember I was like nobody is saying that I'm not in the right place nobody is saying ma'am you're not supposed to be here so I was like okay I'm comfortable like nobody's saying anything they're just you know I'm not a visitor they're not gonna like put me on blast and be like um oh I see a new face in the room please tell us where you came from why you ain't been to church and and who who your mama them you know and so I remember us praying and and everybody kind of goes into church and then I sat on the front row and I on the I was on the front row like I was like as a visitor as a visitor because I was but but that just goes to how hungry I was for the word and I didn't want any distractions so I'm I'm sitting on the front row like that's because it be cold and asking she is a yes. now folks because things have changed people you know? it's a, <laughs> it be cold in that sanctuary <laughs> turn that out but yeah now I go in I go in with scarves and mittens and, and <laughs> but um I just I remember sitting on the front row and I oh my god I never forget he said okay make sure you come back next Sunday. Cause I'm gonna preach. Are you in the right place? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mind blown. I was like, I'm looking around like, did y'all hear that? That means I gotta come back next week. Oh, I'm ready. Like I was already ready for next week. So it just made me hungrier and hungrier and hungrier That's for the word. Like, like right. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get breakfast. I'm gonna drop my kids off. They gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna sit on the front row again because ain't nobody gonna be sitting next to me because don't nobody else sit on the front row. Like it was just, it was an amazing experience. So needless to say, I go back the next week, do the same thing again, had breakfast, drop the kids off. I walk into the sanctuary. The same usher calls oh, me by name. Wow. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Give us all. Thank you for that wonderful interlude. Um, but yeah, it, it, and it was just amazing for me. But needless to say, the enemy knew something by me just being there because the moment I decided to join all hell broke loose in my life it was crazy it was absolutely crazy just like the enemy yeah Yeah. oh yeah he does and so I was like okay what's going on literally my high water heater in my house exploded my roof caved in (laughs) and so I have this big hole from my attic to my first floor, I mean, from my, from my second floor. And, and I'm just like, okay, keep calm care. And, and, and then uh, immediately you don't really recognize that it's the enemy. You just think it's just things that are happening happening. to Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just like, Oh, well, here's here's another bad thing to kind of add to the list of other bad things that just happen and just so happen to happen. But, in this particular time, it wasn't until things kept happening consistently that I realized that um, that I was I was catching hell. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I don't know, I don't know how else to put it, but um, I remember not even a month later, we almost lost our house, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just one thing after another and I I refused to believe that I wasn't in the right place and I real I remember hearing on two different occasions after we had joined the church that um 
I heard God audibly. Like it, it was something that I had never experienced before. And I used to always say, I want to hear God. I want to know what his voice sounds like. I want to know that it's him. Right. And so I heard on two different occasions mm. in all thy getting, get an understanding. And I didn't understand. And, and, you know, I heard it, but I was like, I don't know what that means, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that maybe I, I had a question to him in my prayers, like, God, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? Am am I walking in the right direction? You know, just let me know that I'm doing the right thing. And I remember being in service one day and, and like my membership just happened so fast that I didn't, I didn't really pay attention to everything. And I was learning so much in such a short period of time. And I remember standing along the wall, getting ready to sing, one day and I saw the introduction for the church come up and the like the church's whole slogan was in all that getting get an understanding and I was like God I'm where I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. so I just need to tough this thing out whatever this is because I know that you have a plan for are you in the toilet where are we hello are you okay what are you singing Okay. <laughs> what? Just, it might be. It sounds like some static or water is running. So, Kara, when, when did you realize that it wasn't just everyday happenings that was happening to you? When did you realize that it was the enemy attacking you because you had found your church, you had found, you know, everything that you needed for you in order for you to get the word? When? At what point did you realize that? It it had to be like a year later. Really? Yeah, oh, it was wow. like it was a long time because I was just like, I guess because so things were happening, happening in the period of a year. They were ha- it, over a period of a year, and wow. then it literally hit me because we would, you know, every morning we would circle up. Every Sunday morning we would circle up, or on Wednesday nights we would circle up, and then you know, we'd be like, hey, does anybody have any praise reports? Does anybody have any testimonies or prayer requests or whatever? And so I just remember always wanting to have a praise report, and but. I felt like I was always having a prayer request. Mm. And so I was like, in the moment I wanted to say, here's another thing I need you guys to pray for. I just, I, I had a reservation about it. And I remember that um, one of the ladies in the church, um, she came up to me one time, we were standing in the kitchen and she said, child, I had a dream uh. that blessings were just chasing you down. And I was like, really and I, I i was like well i guess i should stop running <laughs> you know right. i mean like and and she said i literally she she literally had that dream and it wasn't until around that time that i had a revelation that you're building a testimony so know that you're not going through what you're going through for you you're going through it for somebody else, somebody else. first and foremost mm-hmm. you know but um but mm-hmm. yeah almost like a year well wow. You know how you were just talking about um, the water heater and the roof caved in? Yes. You know, when you were saying that stuff, because it was literally water heater and the yeah. roof caving in. Yeah. So what I saw with you talking about just how things around you, just everything that was happening, mm-hmm. I literally saw, like, sometimes in our life, the water heater mm-hmm. can break down yeah. and it feels like us personally that our roof is caving in and so Mm -hmm. i looked up water heater and it transfers um process that uses an energy source to heat water above its initial temperature and sometimes you know and i thought about how the enemy can come and that process that's supposed to happen with the spirit and with the love of god and then Mm -hmm. the enemy comes and he's going to break up that water heater in Mm -hmm. your life yeah. And that process is going to stop. It's not yeah. going to flow right. You're not going to be able to do wow. the things because you use your water either cooking and right. um, bathing and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So the enemy knows how to bust your water heater yeah. in your life to yeah. stop that transfer of continuing to do the things you need to do. Right. So then all of a sudden in your life, your cave, your roof caves in, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. you feel like you're losing your mind. It's like, right. what else is going to happen? It's like one thing happens in the house. There's always usually bound to something else is going right, to happen. And I just right. got that picture when you said that, right. but literal things like yeah. how the enemy is like that water heater. Mm. When it buses the water heater within you, wow. it can stop. 
process in your life. Yeah. Wow. That's that's, that's that was deep. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah. You know, the scripture that you said about in all they getting get understanding is mm-hmm. Proverbs four uh five and it says get wisdom, get understanding, and do not forget my words or turn away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, and to understand there's another scripture that talks about um mm-hmm. and lean not on your own understanding. understanding. Yeah. In yes. all your ways acknowledge him. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times that when we think about things, because we each mm-hmm. all five of us have a different thought process. Yeah. Right? You know, and so we think that we understand yep. something, mm-hmm. but we can get it totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But God all our way we have to acknowledge God's understanding mm-hmm. because right. his ways are above our ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking this is the right understanding of what is happening. And God's like, no, that's no. that's not yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. I need you to yeah. understand my understanding. Yeah. I need you to understand my wisdom yeah. and my grace that I have. Yeah. Right? It's not the kind of grace that you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. for even for a long time being saved, I thought that grace was this was a certain way. Yeah. But then when I started things happening in my life mm-hmm. and things happened in other people's <laughs> life, I'm like, Ooh, maybe I didn't understand grace that well. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. because I can sit here and be, woe is me? Or I can sit here and be like, shame on you. Right. Yeah. You know, and then I totally miss what grace is yeah. because I want it in my life, but I can't show it to anybody mm-hmm. else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't work that way. Yeah. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And so. Hmm. That's good. That's deep. Yeah. I realized grace Preach was it. a whole person. Come on, somebody. Hello. <laughs> whole person <laughs> yeah so that's awesome um i think that this particular series is going to hit home with a lot of people because i i know that we want to address you know things like shame we want to address you know some of us ex- forgiveness right. oh my gosh yeah, yeah that's going to be a big thing mm-hmm. um i know we kind of briefly touched on you know, religion and, and kind of our initial upbringings and things like that. But we definitely want to um, speak to those things that we know everybody kind of experiences in some way, shape or form. Um, and then you have some. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and we like, meditate well, so and say la. <laughs> Dude. Dude. we still on the eggs (laughs) it's like how come we don't got no eggs and bacon right now I don't understand when they stop doing that (laughs) (laughs) but I just I just think it's it's wonderful how God um, works in your life and how he he meticulously shows you for you what he wants for you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because like um, Rachel was saying that not necessarily everything that he gives her is my understanding for me. Right. You That's, know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not whatever he gives to Inyang mm-hmm. is my is, is her is my understanding for right, her. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's great that we can all have the same mind, the same wanting, the same urges. But God gives it to us in the way that we mm-hmm. need to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the way that we need to use whatever it is that he brings in our right. lives. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. to be a witness to someone in yeah. some kind of way. And I just I just mm-hmm. really think that is so awesome and so grand mm-hmm. how he does that. Because mm-hmm. it was just like you were saying when you first came. I was also, when I first got there um, and I sat there because I didn't know that they that this church had a church here in Houston. And I was looking all over the place for a church. Mm-hmm. And so, but when I sat down in that seat mm-hmm. and the message came and it was Sister Deborah preaching, it wasn't the pastor. Mm-hmm. And she said, and I was like, the whole time I was like, okay, God, so what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the deal? Yeah. And when I sat down in that bitch and she said, uh, the message today <laughs> is God's plan for you. Come <laughs> on, <I'm awesome. laughs> I threw up my hands. I said, all right. All right, God. Okay. I'm, I'm here, Lord. I'm, I'm listening. Here, Jesus. I'm but it's that understanding Mm -hmm. that you get I mean Mm -hmm. you know that you just it's an understanding that you can't really explain it it's just something that happens it's something that just triggers in your life Mm -hmm. you're like Wow. It's like a, that rhyme of word that yeah, you're talking exactly. about. That is that exactly. rhyme of word. Yeah, exactly. that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's awesome how God will always use something, someone, a song, or a message that'll speak 
right to you because I think we can all say <laughs> that there's been a message uh, and it's like, okay, Jesus, I hear you. Right. I remember uh-huh. one time we were at the church and, you know, we always go to speak to the pastor at the church, but I think person at the church kept saying, pastor, that message was for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's that that it reminds me of how you know you see people shouting in church and you like you don't even know you don't know the revelation they just got why they running around (laughs) you know doing laps around the church you don't know like you can't judge they praise Mm -hmm. off of how you feeling Mm -hmm. you know but yeah I I realized that and I had to realize that that I I can't sit and get the word for other people I have to sit and get it for me. You know, and a lot of times I'll sit and, and, and be like, oh, you know what? That was showing up a good word. I'm going to share that with such and such because, you know, right. such and such really need it. <laughs> Me too. So, uh, so I was like, uh, you know what? This person should be there. And then finally, God had to tell me, you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something. <laughs> you right. over here trying to share the message with everybody else, which I understand. Mm. I get. But what are you getting for yourself? Right. You know, so. There were a lot of lessons that were... Or sometimes that lesson is for you to get yeah. a true understanding so that you can share it Absolutely. with whoever needs it Absolutely. as well. Mm-hmm. I, That's true. Since everybody's talking about when they first came to the church, I was really... Because when we first came, there was a screen and I had already anticipated and put it in my mind that Lord, I told you. <laughs> now I told you a few things, and 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 you had me move here, and I had told you how I don't like churches with the screen, and um, you know, because how we would tell the Lord what we like and what we yes. don't like, and carrying on. And I was like, I had told you, Lord, yeah, uh, that I don't like this. Now I like the people. I don't like the screen thing. I don't do screens. I I stay at home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need to do the screen thing. And um, and you know when the Lord is quiet, and you like, <laughs> you like, hello, Lord, did you hear me? Yep. And I had said what I said. And uh, <laughs> and uh, did you, <laughs> right? Did you hear my question or no? Right. And so when I didn't have any, when there was like no response at all, I was like okay, I'm going to just keep doing the last thing he said, right? So I was like, I'm going to go here, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to like it. I don't do this kind of thing. And so, you know, I had a predetermined idea of how um, (laughs) I needed church to look. And when I tell you this was, it, you know, it started Mm -hmm. out that way, but then it started to quickly change. And what what is so interesting is that Mm -hmm. it was nothing like I thought it would be. Um, people were engaged people when, when, when the pastor would say mm-hmm. you know um, y'all, y'all just stand up and worship everybody actually stood up and worship so my experience had been people just sitting down and acting like they're watching a movie and I was like I don't do this this ain't this ain't this is not okay because I'll be in my house watching <laughs> and still, you know do what the pastor say and I'm like if y'all gonna sit here corporately yeah. I'm not doing that yeah. you know we're gonna have a corporate sit down I'm That's not true. doing this so <laughs> um, and so uh I but it was so refreshing because there was such like like Kara said a welcoming spirit um with everybody just uh knowing your name um loving on you and it and it was just like this is so what I needed that mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed and even though we were also catching hell um we we thought this is going to be the land flowing of milk and honey Mm -hmm. when we moved here and um as joseph said we're the cows i don't see not nail cow right um and so (laughs) we were struggling financially we were i mean it was like okay lord you moved us here and we thought we was going to be able to like uber and we thought we was going to like we thought we had a plan and everything was going to flow. And when I tell you, we ain't had nothing. We was yeah. taking our pennies to the bank. Um, and <laughs> and I remember we went to church. No and way. this woman, this usher, handed us an envelope. And was like, um, the Lord told me to give this to you. And um, and we were literally like crying out to God. Like, okay, God. Uh, we need you now. We need you. And, and that envelope had $100 in it. <laughs> And that was, 
enough to get us through to the, the you know the next Come week on. where he could go and make a little more money and then two weeks the thing would run out and we was like lord jesus we came she she had an envelope in our seat we were like wait <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute and it was a card had a hundred dollars to help us get to the next thing. She did that for three, three times. Every right. couple of weeks, she, she, she said the Lord told her to bless us wow. three times. And by the third time after that, we, we were on our feet and, wow. and it was like, God, right. you know, sometimes right. the place w- has giants on it, right? Sometimes it, it's like, this don't look like, what I thought it should look like, but mm-hmm. man, the way God will bless you because he says so, yeah. you know, and it's like, it, it, when I hear that yeah. and all you're getting, get understanding, yeah. understand that sometimes you just don't know what's best for you. As much as you think, you know, you well, <laughs> as much as you think you got right. it in the bag. I know me cause I've been with right. me right. all my life, oh. you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's like God is. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's like I just somehow I think I know me better than God knows. That's just that ain't it, you know. And so I'm so grateful that that God all sent us to uh, this place in our different forms, in our different ways, in our different trials, and our different tribulations. All, all that we have all collectively and individually gone through, and we still find ourselves in a place where we can say, uh, "To God be the glory." Um, for the things he's done because we could not have orchestrated this better we could not have set ourselves up for this and that's why it's so important to stay in tune Mm -hmm. with God and not just read scripture but seeking for that rhema word because it's a right on time right now for what you need right now you know Um, and it'll bring to light the scriptures that we've read a million times and it's like new fresh revelation to us so I'm grateful (laughs) What? Um, I wasn't going to say this because I didn't want to say this, um, but I didn't want to. I'm not lying to you. I didn't want to. But I'm like, you need to say it, so I'm going to say it. Um, yeah. You got to be obedient. You got to be obedient. We don't want to be, you know, we, but like, um, I would say that there was, so you said it about the whole um, being in a place where you weren't even sure. No, being in a place and this is where God's called you, but then, you know, telling him exactly what you will and will not do, what you want, what you don't want. And so it made me think of how I came to the church and I was leaving the church that I was at. I had been there for so long mm. and I had to leave the church because you know, how you outgrow something. Mm-hmm. I came to a point where I was like, the pastor was great. Family was great. Everybody's great, but I wasn't great. Mm-hmm. I was no longer great in that location anymore. And I outgrew it. I remember them telling me, I wanted to serve in a particular ministry in the church and they told me no. Mm-hmm. I said, I didn't understand why, why would you tell me no? And so I was like, well, you know me, I'm just gonna help and serve wherever I can help and serve. And so after going through that and them telling me no, and then being in a place where I knew I wasn't supposed to be, I just felt very stuck. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I actually started listening to the message of grace and then I became a partner and then they said oh the church is open in Houston so I go to church in Houston I know nothing about the church except <laughs> how to get there I walk in and I sit down at a leader meeting prophecy coming unfold not realizing that anything was going to happen she was like I'm like, here now but I was like, I'm like I just sat there and I remember an usher um coming to me and asking me what my name was and I said it and they're like welcome and our senior pastor is up there and like, you know, literally just going in, but going in a great way. And I'm like, bro, this is so refreshing. Like, I can't wait to hear him preach. Not knowing that I was gonna be hearing him preach. But at the time <laughs> I was excited because I thought I was gonna be hearing him preach. But the mm. thing that got me was no one told me that I had to leave. Mm. I wasn't yeah. a leader. <laughs> I wasn't, I was just inging off the street, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and I was coming to sit in a pew and I was thinking that I was here because I didn't want to miss service. <laughs> in the front like Kara because we don't do that <laughs> I was like in the fourth or fifth the fifth row and I was just sitting there I was waiting to receive the word and realizing that that wasn't the word but I was like excited about I was excited about the word that wasn't the word if that makes sense like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't coming 
it was coming from the pulpit, but it wasn't coming from the person who was going to bring in the word. But it was so great that I was like, man, I can't wait for him to preach. And yeah. it was even better than what I expected. But the thing that got me was no one said I had to get up from my seat. I sat there through the whole leader meeting, had no idea what they were talking about, sat there through corporate prayer, and then sat there, and I was like, these people let me sit in a leader mm -hmm. meeting. And I was like, that to me was where I was like, wow, anybody yeah. who wants to can come. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just having that, and that has been the thing since then, anybody who wants to can come. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think when it comes to the understanding this whole entire topic is that in us catching hell, however we caught hell, we can still come boldly to the throne of mm -hmm. grace mm -hmm. and receive what he has for us if we're willing to still come. Like that's yeah. the thing, we still have to want to come. Yeah. Right. Even when the hell is coming at us, we still have to want to come and we still have to want to be there and receive the things that are available for right. us. Yeah. So as we continue to talk about this thing that we're doing, which is church group catching. Y'all know what's going on in the background. But if you, if you, as, as you follow us on this journey, always rem remember that you can, you have a choice to still come back yeah. to the throne of grace Absolutely. when hell comes. And as we talk about shame and as we talk about, you know, different capacities of things that go on in our lives that allowed us to catch and go through it, remember this, we always came back to the throne of grace and we were always accepted. Amen. So as you listen to these different podcasts, remember at the end, you were always accepted, but you have to choose to come back Amen. no matter what hell comes your way. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, we out. <laughs> All right, join us next time when we come together on our part three Night. of Church Girl Catching Hell. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another podcast um, of Wonder Sisters. I am Raquel. And I'm Teresa. I'm Inyang. I'm Kara. I'm Nina Parker. We that we're sitting in a but we serious go in that circle. same order every time. No, listen. Listen to all of us. We, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's been a while, y'all. <laughs> you always go before I say. Nina I don't Parker. know that. I didn't <laughs> like. I literally thought we were going around in a circle. Well, four of us know. Oh, so that's okay. <laughs> I understand. Stop this and redo it. <laughs> no, no, we are. This is what we are known for. Yeah, yeah we, we true. do not. We do it's not true. edit. This okay, so when brilliant. was the last time we were together? Like, a long time ago. June. June. Yeah. 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 She went oh to my go. goodness. She went to yeah. Go yeah. 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 June. That, that's. Wow. It's been too long. Well, a lot has happened yeah. since June. Yeah, a lot has happened. A Would lot has like happened since share? 2020. We're going to go around the circle in order. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can provide our updates. Yeah. In the order we're sitting. In the order we're sitting, not the order we normally yeah. say our names. Oh, and we've been getting intro. Oh, possibly. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Starting so, with? Raquel. Me. Oh, okay. Um... Man, it's been, not a lot has changed for me because I'm a stay-at-home mom, and so I was just already with the kids. The only thing that has changed is doing school with my daughter at the time, at the end of her second grade year. So that was a little bit different, and a challenge to all the homework that she's doing. I had to post it online for her um, this app that they have at school and connection wasn't great. I was having trouble logging in. It was just, you know, it's something that this world, nobody was really prepared for. So right. it was just kind of really going with the flow of, of things. And yeah, um, luckily my husband um, was still working at the time and still is. Um, and, you know, cause he was considered an essential worker. So he was still able to work. So I praise God through that time that he was able to still, you know, bring in a paycheck and all that kind of stuff so yeah not honestly the only thing is different is you know can't really go and do things with my kids you know i want to go do things you know we got to wear a mask now of course yes and that's that's a little that's all of our wardrobe now and uh so right yeah so that that's the only thing i guess in my personal but of course you know you think about church um, we have to stop that for a while. We all couldn't see each other at church for a little bit. 
and then slowly coming back with the praise team and doing that. So yeah, a lot of things have changed, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but like I said, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so a lot didn't really change for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except I, when I really wanted to get out of the house because the kids were driving me crazy. <laughs> I couldn't really go anywhere. So yeah, but yeah, mine's real. I, I think mine's short. Well, a lot <laughs> has, has happened for well. me since uh, since that time. Um, God has blessed me um, because I came down with the COVID nineteen. Corona hit me. Covidicus. Covidicus. <laughs> Corona hit me. Covidicus. And it was that, that's an inside joke, y'all. <laughs> say what it sounds <laughs> what like, sounds like that. um but yeah um and it was an experience it was no fun um it was definitely um a a struggle to get through um i had the well okay so before i knew i had covid um, I thought it was my sinuses because I always have problems with my sinuses and bronchitis. And so I was feeling sick like maybe, what, a week before or two before. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I kind of like told everybody not to come near me, you know, so that because I, I wasn't for sure. I just like, you know, I'm not feeling well. Da, da, da. And then sure enough, that week that that was on a Wednesday, then that Sunday, no, that Thursday, mm-hmm. the next day, I uh, my son found me passed out on the floor. Um, because I was just weak. It just hit me like that. And so, um, yeah, I bruised my face as I hit the wall, I guess, and fell on the floor. And so um, he took me to the hospital. And, of course, oh, y'all, that was a scary situation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and he automatically, my son automatically started walking into the hospital with me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, no, you can't come in. Right. Yeah. So then that's when I thought, oh, no. Uh I'm in here by myself. Yeah. Right. Nobody yeah. knows I'm in here, <laughs> you know, yeah. except for my son. And and the communication wasn't good because the the uh, the uh, internet and stuff wasn't working too well yeah. on the inside. Mm. So I literally got scared. I was like, Oh my God, what if something happens to me and I can't contact my son? He can't mm. come in and yeah. you know. So it was mm. it, that was very scary for me um, in the beginning. And so as I went in to get checked, uh, and they checked everything, y'all. They did. Mm. CT scan, they did uh, an EKG, they checked checked everything because um, because of my bronchitis and high blood pressure and all that good stuff. So I went through all those tests and um, and I took the COVID test and it came back positive. So, um, but when when he came back, when the guy the nurse came back to tell me what the situation was, he looked at me. He said, "Are you sure you're sick?" And I went, mm-hmm. "Why?" Mm-hmm. He says. Because we don't see any fluid in your lungs. We don't see nothing in your sinuses. And, y'all, this is the lowest my blood pressure has ever been. He said, your blood pressure is normal. It's like 117 over 70-something. I was like, what? Are you sure? He said, yeah. (laughs) He said, right? Really? And then he said, your your, uh, blood sugar level is is normal. He goes, so other than the fact that we know you have COVID, you don't seem sick at all. And I went... Well, praise God. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, Jesus, oh, thank you. Yes. you know? But I think, and I, you know, at first I was like, God, why am I, why am I, why did I get COVID? Why, why, mm-hmm. why me? Um, mm-hmm. Because I was trying to be as careful as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the right things I thought. And, um, but I think out of that whole situation, God was telling me I needed to rest because yes. <clears throat> Three weeks before, my son said to me, Mom, he goes, you look worse than you did when you was working all seven of those stores. Okay. Yes. He says, you need to take a break. And I was like, yeah, I will, I will, I will, but I never did. Mm-hmm. So I think that, not that God gave me COVID, but I think he allowed that to happen so that I'd sit my butt down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is, when the Lord tell you to do something, <laughs> sit down. Right. Lord say sit down, sit down, sit down. Right. So I had to sit down. There was nothing else I could do, and it was not a good feeling, y'all. I, 
I didn't lose my taste, but I just couldn't eat. Mm -hmm. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't want mm -hmm. anything to eat, and that was the problem, because I had to eat something mm -hmm. in order to keep my system going. So they put me on. I was very dehydrated, so mm -hmm. I had to do Pedialyte. I had to, um, I had to do uh, what do you call it? Ensure, mm -hmm. you know, protein, get mm -hmm. all that stuff in me, mm -hmm. uh, some nutrients in me, mm -hmm. so that I could get well. And it was a hard, it was a hard two and a half weeks. Yeah. It really mm -hmm. was. Um, um, I couldn't breathe, you know, mm -hmm. like normal. Mm -hmm. um, it was, I'd, I'd walk two paces and I have to sit down because mm -hmm. it was just, it was really hard. Yeah. Really well, I remember talking to, to you on the phone and you sounded really bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you, you sounded like a really old person who's been smoking for like 50 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's about how I felt. <laughs> I mean, you, Every other word you had to break up because yeah. it's like you couldn't complete even just a word, or much a less word. a sentence. Mm -hmm. It was like really awful. I just yeah. remember getting off the, I think we were on house party and mm -hmm. I just, I told my husband, I was like, oh my God, just like feel so bad, you know, because I've never seen Teresa. Yeah. Because you have such a powerful singing voice right. and let her know you're alone, your normal voice is mm -hmm. just there it's powerful mm -hmm. it's loud and not in a bad way it's mm -hmm. strong it's right. confidence in your in your voice and right. so to hear that weakness from you was yeah. really really strange and very very scary yeah mm -hmm. even just as you know somebody on the outside, outside. can't yeah. imagine what you mm -hmm. and your family were thinking so yeah that's what i was going through um in that time that we haven't been together and mm -hmm. um but i have to say this and that is you know, I'm the type of person, um, I'm always thinking about what I have to do next, you know, or like I couldn't work. So, and I was even thinking about trying to drive while I was sick because I needed to make money so that I could help, you know, pay bills and stuff like that. And God just said, no, mm -hmm. just trust me, just trust me, mm -hmm. just trust me. Mm -hmm. So I literally had to sit back and go, Okay, God, I'm I'm gonna trust you because mm -hmm. I can't go out there sick. I can't take the chance of mm -hmm. getting somebody else sick. Mm -hmm. You know that on top of that. So I said, Oh God, I'm gonna have to trust you. And y'all, I'm telling you, when you obey God, He always does what He says He's going mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. All my bills were paid. Hey. Thank you, Lord. Come through. All my that. bills were we paid. Man. Everything was taken care of, mm -hmm. and I just, I just thank God because He came through. Mm -hmm. You know, just like He, yeah. He mm -hmm. said it. Even though I was sitting there anxious and worried, mm -hmm. I was like, "Yeah, but this got to get done. That got it." But no, He came all the way through, mm -hmm. and um, so amazing. He wow. never fails. Yep. Yeah. He right. never fails. He never goes yeah. back on his word. When he says he's going to do it, he, he does do it. it. Mm -hmm. But we have to get out of the way. <laughs> get your way. We have to get out of the way. And that's what I learned. Um, and so in that, um, I came up with this because the main thing for me was rest. I needed to rest. And I just wouldn't do it. So R, rest. God says Relax. Mm -hmm. Chill out. Mm -hmm. Relax. Mm -hmm. E. Mm -hmm. Exhale. Mm -hmm. okay. Come through. Exhale. Mm -hmm. Release. Mm -hmm. And just release. Mm -hmm. right. Do you think there was a lot of resting, not just for your body, but in other areas as far as your spiritual life, your thinking and stuff like that? Do you... For my, exactly. For my spiritual life, for my, for my physical life, for my mental mm -hmm. also as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to really sit down and say, okay, God, what is it that you're trying to tell me? Why am I going through this? I'm trying to understand because, you know, I thought I was doing good. <laughs> Very she good. Was like, she was like, the Lord told me that I need to do a clean. Right. <laughs> I'm going to just stop eating for a little while. Just drink off my stuff. I was like, child, you was hungry. <laughs> That's what it was. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I but yeah, spiritually, I really got into the word more because that's all I could do. I couldn't yeah. get up and go do anything. Yeah. So mm -hmm. plus, you know, I had to stay in my room because mm -hmm. I didn't want to get it all my my grandson or my son affected. So, um, so I, I read a lot and I really started understanding um, the scriptures more, mm -hmm. just yeah. getting a better revelation yeah. in yeah. the reading. 
um, mentally, I just, it was just a clear, it was clearing my head out. I, mm. I'm a thinker. Yeah. I think a lot and a lot of stuff stay in there mm -hmm. and it gets cluttered. <laughs> so you're able to process. And so I was stuff. able to process a lot of things. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, That's why I say you got to bring them. So yeah, I get back to that. So <laughs> S was for sit back. Mm. Mm. Sit back. Mm -hmm. Just sit down. Get out. Shut up. No, sit down. <laughs> Sit down somewhere. Get somewhere and sit down. And then sit T down. is trust God. Mm. Wow. Relax. Exhale. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Trust God. 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 Trust Back. You are in a relaxed, <laughs> a relaxed, come on, state of mind. Ah, come on, come on. Uh, uh, what you in a relaxed. relaxed. All right, y'all said relaxed when y'all said that though. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were leaning forward, you were supposed to sit back when she said relax. I'm supposed to say, don't worry, be happy. Uh huh. So, yeah, so those, that's, that's what I went through, and I thank God for that time, mm -hmm. because I really learned a lot. I really learned a lot about myself, mm -hmm. about me learning how to calm down yeah. mm -hmm. and process things in yeah. my head the yeah. way I should, and mm -hmm. not allow everything to yeah. clutter. Man should not yes. live my bread alone. By every word. <laughs> yes. Yes. He did not live my the Lord. And a, and a steak from time to time. <laughs> and awesome. Carrie, your turn. I'm yes. She's hungry. I'm hungry. Um, okay, so basically um man july early july it might have been a little before that i started feeling some swelling in my neck and i thought and I my throat about that i did mm -hmm. too almost but, <laughs> I, was, I was reminded um but i i literally thought my throat was Sorry. closing closing <laughs> up on me and I couldn't breathe and I was starting to panic and I was having anxiety attacks and I realized that I was stressed. Mm. And because I was stressed, it caused my thyroid to overact and I thought I was going to die. Mm. And um, I pant I, well, I'd made an appointment with my doctor, but my doctor couldn't see me for like a couple of weeks. And I was like, I can't wait that long. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hitting my, my inhaler like it's, you know, mm. candy and uh, trying to open up my throat little did i know it's to open up my lungs not my throat and so i ended up going to the emergency room because i just could not wait and i was really panicking and i think it was more so in my mind but you know imagine just taking your hand and kind of pressing it up against your throat you like literally like is my throat gonna close up at any time lord because i this is uncomfortable so i went to the doctor and i and and i got so much peace from what the doctor told me and she said when you feel like your throat is going to close up on you basically think about what you're thinking about and that's something that one of our our senior pastors had said mm. before was think about what you're thinking about and she said take a deep breath realize that as long as you can swallow and as long as you can talk you can breathe that's good. Mm. That's and good. you're fine and so when she said that so much peace came over me that the anxiety completely left. Wow. Mm. But that was like confirmation mm. for me because I was like, Lord, I'm panicking. And I, I don't want to panic, but mm. I'm panicking. So right. after that, by the time I got to my doctor, I still had the swelling. They ran all these tests. He referred me to a specialist. So I ended up at an endocrinologist. By the time I got to that doctor's appointment, y'all, and I had been confessing my healing because I literally went home that night and watched a sermon from Dr. Dollar. And it was so crazy because it was like, it happened a year ago, this sermon, but it popped up on the YouTube feed about healing, about declaring your healing mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. I watched it and I was like, you're right. I do have authority. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lay down and be feeling all crazy. Mm -hmm. And I literally started just confessing my healing. By the time I got to the endocrinologist, she was just like, your thyroid is fine. <laughs> I don't see any swelling. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just overreacting because you were because uh, you were stressed or your body was trying to fight something off. And I was just like, I was stressed. So <laughs> then I took a week off of work because I figured it was my job's fault. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and then I enjoyed my time off. Um, <laughs> but, um, it was fine. So then, you know, but like right now I'm, I'm totally fine. I feel great. And I do realize that stress does trigger it. Mm-hmm. And so, because, uh, and a lack of sleep mm-hmm. was triggering it. Yes. Um, and so I I know now with my body I need to make sure that I am resting. Mm-hmm. I'm relaxing. Mm-hmm. I'm exhaling. Mm-hmm. Exhaling. Ex- exhaling. Exhaling and <laughs> exhaling. Yes. 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 We'll take both of those. All of that. Yes. Yes. All of that. All of the R E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T E S T so. <laughs> but yeah, but same thing um, as Raquel, kids started school, so you know, you become a, a, a teacher, mm. by, uh, not by degree or by blood, sweat, and tears like Ms. Inyang, but, uh, but yes, but um, a secondary educator nonetheless, and so that's been interesting, but cool at the same time, because I can still work from home and be able to be right there to make sure that they're on task and mm-hmm. on track and stuff like that. So I just want to encourage all the parents out there that have had to adopt another role um, in their children's lives. <laughs> just hang in there because you don't have it nearly as bad as those teachers. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I'm going to pass that on it. to Inye. That's a great segue. I'm going to spin the camera. Uh, like, we're going to spin. Okay. okay. Spin the bottle. Right. <laughs> We're not doing that. 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 We're not but no it has been definitely i uh i have an instagram account and i just whatever i'm feeling i find a meme that just agrees with my feeling and i have so many feelings that i just don't know what to say but for me it's just been starting school and that is enough right there um it's been very it's been challenging there have been times there have been times um, where I have considered leaving, and I've been teaching for 15 years, so you know, it was a, it was a very big decision I couldn't make, but I just made it, and I was like, I'm just gonna leave, and the Lord's like, No, you're not. I was like, Okay, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but I really wanted to, and it has tested my whole entire being. It has tested my faith. It has tested my, my strength, my patience my uh love for what i enjoy doing it just it's has tested everything and the only thing that i have been able to put faith uh no only thing i've been able to rely on is my faith that is the mm-hmm. only thing that has been helping me to stay collective and um whole and um um i'm distracted um the only thing that's been helping me to stay focused Guess, because I need to say focus right now. Um, so one of the things that has happened, that happened um, probably about August around my birthday, um, was I had a um, I had a mental breakdown. And I'm sharing this because it's not like, oh, what was anything? No, not talking about that. It's the fact of that during that time, um, I had been putting stock in my in my ability to do what I've been doing for 15 years. I mean, you do something for 15 years, you're like, I could do this in my sleep, which I have been doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> many times I'm like, we're just going to wing this. Um, but that was, this year had been the, the first year that I had to be like, no, you have to rely, you have to rely on me. Like, God's like, you have to yeah. rely on me because you are, you don't know anything about what this looks like. And he was right. <laughs> um, not knowing Every day not knowing, not understanding, not not grasping, not getting it. Like, it's always been not, not, not. But knowing that in the knots, he knows. Mm-hmm. Come, the, on, come on, words. Run that back. Knowing in the what? <laughs> <laughs> knowing in the knots that he knows. Oh, hey, there. come on now. <laughs> I like, I can't yeah. um, but yeah, it's just knowing the fact that he had, he already understood what 2020 was going to be like. We had no idea. <laughs> and still don't know. Um, but this has been like the year of just, of just going into it. Like I have no choice but to go into it mm-hmm. and just take it one day at a time. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it's hard. 
It's hard yeah. out there in them streets, and it's still hard even right now. But in the hallway streets. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's for real. Crazy, you know that you say that because it's not crazy. Well, it's just strange to me because you're someone who's like, I've got this plan. I've got to mm-hmm. do it this way, and I've got you know a point with the ones and the twos and the threes. A type personality. My 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 eyes, my like, T's, and everything ain't and nothing dotted, nothing like crossed. Totally <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You better hope it's spelled right. I'm just gonna take all this away from you, and you're just gonna have to figure it out with me. Okay. So like yeah. every day, I'm just like. So, God, what are we doing today? Oh, that sounds good. Let's try that. <laughs> um, in fact, today, uh, we were on Zoom, and things froze. Like, my kids were like... Imagine somebody freezing like they're about to start running. Right. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, that was it. And literally, it was, my sec- it was my second period, and they're like... And I'm, like, doing some math wrong for them, and I'm just like... And the kid was, like, going in and out, and I just heard... Ur, ur, ur. I'm like, oh, gosh, no, 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 you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that right now. So then all of a sudden everything shuts down. Like everything just, everything shuts down. And then everything just comes back up again. Miss Econ, Miss Econ. I'm like, guys, we're back. We're good. We're just going to get right back into it. Let's keep on moving. Let's keep on going. (laughs) We're not going to address it. Just keep on going. So it's like moments like those. I'm just like, you know what? I have to find time just to laugh, to enjoy, to get out of my room, just to... Wusa. So it's been it's been trying, but it's been a good trying because mm-hmm. I'm re- I have to rely on him, and yeah. in having to rely on him, it has increased my faith to know that when I go to work, mm-hmm. I am covered by him. Mm-hmm. When I go to work, <laughs> things will work out the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. It may not always work out the way I want them yeah, to, but it's right. going to work out yeah. to where everybody's going to get what they need mm-hmm. for the day, mm-hmm. and then we're going to try again tomorrow, right. mm-hmm. and tomorrow, and the next day. Mm-hmm. So that has been the teacher life. Everything else has been great though. Like <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so my teacher life uh, has been a little different because um, I chose the the well, my doctor chose the FMLA route for me, um, which I would have chosen anyway because I think yeah. But anyway, fact is, my doctor was like, it's not a good time uh, because of some existing health challenges that I face especially in the fall is like this is not a good time for you to also be trying to fight covid um and it it's difficult because my love for actual for teaching and actually being there for the children especially in this trying time um was it was a mentally it was draining me because all i could think of was I need to be with the kids. I need to be there because I don't know about anybody else, but I know that I love them. And I know that even in this crazy time, I can find a way to make it a great experience for them. And I just knew. And I think what kind of the general consensus that everybody has come up with is exactly what I've come up with is that I'm not God. And even though we know that we're not God, it to me, this has been like the season of realizing just how not God we are. Um, And it's like, so you're the only one that can love the kids, huh? Oh, so you're the only one that can be there for the kids. Oh, so you're the only one, you know. And you're so (laughs) omnipotent. Look at you. With your omnipotent self. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like, so you would rather risk literally life and death to do something that all signs are saying no because you feel like you're the only person to do it yeah. right mm-hmm. that's and good. and that's when you realize that there's an unhealthy uh connection or bond or tie with oh, something wow. even if it's even if it's something mm-hmm. good even if mm-hmm. it's a job you realize I, I have some kind of unhealthy mm-hmm. attachment wow. again to what it is that I do versus who I am mm-hmm. and it's like just because you may not be in a classroom doesn't mean you're not a teacher Facts. and just because you're not doing it in a classroom doesn't mean that you can't do mm-hmm. it in another way Facts. and so it's like I've been I've been awesome. privileged to be That's able awesome. to mm-hmm. teach on um on a YouTube channel that I created for kids mm-hmm. and I've been able to teach Miss Parker's Corner go ahead subscribe <laughs> yeah. hit that hit that like button, button. Like button. <laughs> that bell right. it's not uh, turn on your no, notifications right. right. like that's not a shameless plug not a shameless plug we did it but you know it was really revelation and um I I'm also able to uh you know Oh, we got to pause. All right, we'll be back.
so bottom line is uh in this time i have discovered quite a few things but that i'm not god and it's good to let god be god in our lives because you know what he does it better than we do and uh, he works things out better than we do and um though i still have a few difficulties here and there because i mean force of habit right you know when we default sometimes to self which i know we shouldn't but sometimes we just default to self it's like okay um let me uh redirect but i'm redirecting quicker so praise god for this season because you know what uh in this season a lot of people have experienced loss and uh, tremendous loss Mm -hmm. and devastation but it is possible to still thrive and instead of focusing on surviving i am now focused on being an overcomer uh and thriving in christ and um that's just it's just what he you know it was dark in egypt but it was light in Goshen. so uh <laughs> so uh i'm gonna go ahead and living my life like it's Goshen. living my life like it's Goshen. Yeah, no. Nope. Oh, and I, I was just thought it was. Uh, I thought it would be like a good. No, no. You, you guys missed it. Okay, fine. All right. Anyway, that was my piece of mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just all right. Anyway, so um, with that said, that was everybody, wasn't it? Don't. No need to adjust your volume. She's really that loud. Yes. Yes. She wouldn't be Nina without it. True. 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 Right. All right. So anybody, anything? Closing remarks. Really good. I thought, the, oh, fun. miss, I wasn't gonna eat no fries. Now the fries um, are good. These huh? fries are so everything. Mm-hmm. It was good to do and get together a podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We miss you guys. Yes. Did, did you guys miss us too? We did. Yeah. Really. So a really good stalker? time. <laughs> so you're such a stalker with him. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining <laughs> us. We will. We'll see you next time. Do you want to know why Raquel is a stalker? <laughs> yeah, because she's recording me eating french fries. That's why she's a stalker. <laughs> With a napkin. Her <laughs> <laughs> hands are dirty. She has covetousness fingers. I have covetous uh, awareness. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, we'll she did not say chlamydia. <laughs> no, that, that, we'll catch y'all later. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.